It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to The World in 10, the Times of London's take on the best stories from all over the world. I'm Eleanor Shearwood. And I'm Sonal Patel. Coming up, Wagner's exiled leader says he'll be back. Not sure where, though. Also, there's a ban on Barbie, the movie. Find out where and why. And The Times is defending the honour of someone who is arguably one of Britain's great heroes. But first to the Middle East, where there's been intense fighting between Israeli forces and armed Palestinians. It's a battle that's been going on for years, but this latest one, centering on a refugee camp in Jenin near the border with Jordan, is being seen as a key moment. Catherine Philp is the Times diplomatic correspondent. She told us the refugee camp in Janine is like no other. There's no tents, it's buildings. It looks ostensibly like a, a tightly packed slum. And these are the places where the Palestinians who either left or were forced out of their homes in 1948 uh, went to and, and their descendants uh, lived there. So we're talking about people you know, who are are several generations away from that and a lot of them are young. Israel says it's a counter-terrorism operation. They say they're targeting militants. The Palestinian Authority says it's pretty much an invasion of sorts. Pressure for this operation has no doubt come from the hard right elements in the Israeli government. They've seen these attacks on Jewish settlers in the West Bank and are demanding action. So who are these gunmen that the Israelis are going after? The Times' Catherine Phillips says many Palestinians are fed up with their own leadership. I think the really important things to note about you know, why this has happened is that um, the Palestinian Authority under the ageing Mahmoud Abbas has really uh, completely lost any control in that area. It, this is in part because the Palestinian Authority has essentially become very discredited over the years with the Palestinians. It has security cooperation with Israel that it's seen by the Palestinian, many of the Palestinians, I should say, as, as colluding with, with the occupiers, the Israelis. Protests are spreading across the region and just as we were recording, a car ran into civilians in the Israeli capital, Tel Aviv. The refugee camp on the outskirts of Janine's one of the biggest there is. It's home to some 14,000 people and is also the centre of escalating violence in the West Bank. But ultimately, the longer this goes on in Janine, the greater the risk of wider escalation. 
Remember the almost coup in Russia about a week and a half ago, where the Wagner Group began to march on Moscow in what looked like an attempt to overthrow the government? They said it was just a protest. Either way, it ended seemingly with a deal, part of which involved sending leader Yevgeny Prigozhin to Russia. Yeah, lots of mystery, lots of uncertainty. Either way, he's back and promising there are new victories on the horizon for his fighters. Yep, there he is, talking about what he's describing as a march for justice. He says they wanted to fight traitors and mobilise society, and they succeeded in much of this. Oh, and they'll be back in the near future. No dates or plans or details of where he actually is at the moment, though, but he says they've been successful in this mobilisation because at the same time, an independent pollster says his approval ratings have more than halved. And the group says it's not recruiting at all while it moves to Belarus. That was part of the deal, raising questions as to where they'll fight next. Name-calling, insults, tears, laughter. Laughter from us, mostly. Uh, (laughs) And now there's pretty much a full-blown diplomatic row over the ashes. Uh, The reasons behind the row in the first place are almost irrelevant, really. Uh, Straying out of your crease and then getting out, etc., etc. Anyway, yesterday we had the British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, calling out the Aussies for not playing in the spirit of the game. Well, now the Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has joined in. Of course he has. Albanese says, to quote him, the Prime Minister's disappointment is understandable. Obviously, the Aussies won. (laughs) But he must have had the same lessons I got in primary school. Stay in your crease. He then adds, hope you're well, Prime Minister. Oh, Johnny Mm. Mercer, the Veterans Minister, stoked further debate with this on Times Radio. I think we should consider ourselves lucky. These guys were caught sandpapering the ball three years ago, so I think fair play out of these guys is not something you're going to expect, and let's get on with it and give them a good pacing in the next half. Ouch. Ouch indeed. So we're reading the Times, and there's just so much going on today. We thought... We do a quick recap of some of the other great stories we've seen. Yep, so I'm going to start this one with a terrible pun, forgive me in advance. She's a Barbie girl, but it's not a Barbie world because the new film's been banned in Vietnam. Oh my goodness. Thank you very much. It's over a scene which shows a map with the nine dash line of territories which China claims are its own, but large part of it, Vietnam, also claims are its Yeah, and talking of claims, vindication for a renowned US physicist who said that a basketball-sized meteor that streaked through the Earth's atmosphere in 2014 is from an alien world. Okay, so it's taken almost 10 years for anyone to take Professor Avi Loeb seriously. He's no fool, though. He is a Harvard professor. um, And he's been studying the fragments found after a multi-million dollar search of the seabed. But now, now, the US government says they are interstellar fragments. That means it's from outside our solar system. 
And lastly, the tiny town in America where patriotism is quite literally reaching new heights, 1,461 feet to be exact. This is Columbia Falls in Maine, where they're debating building a pole taller than the Empire State Building to fly a US flag bigger than a football pitch. Happy 4th of July! (laughs) Indeed. And you can read all of these stories on the Times website. We've talked a lot about fights in this pod. Uh, We've already spoken about one row Britain's involved with over the ashes. But one cultural battleground we've neglected to mention so far, the fight to protect, dare I say it, our cultural heritage. Yeah, and in case you didn't get that, this is about Bridget Jones's diary. For those of you who haven't read it, it details the innermost thoughts of, well, Bridget Jones, if we're being honest, mostly about her love life. Now, it's been, what, 25 years since the book was published and it's turned into a bit of a debate. In the red corner, (laughs) the New York Times, they published a piece earlier this week called Bridget Jones Deserved Better. We all did. And today, in the blue corner, we've had the rebuttal from the Times. So, Sonal, what's the NYT saying? Yeah, basically, they're saying that Bridget Jones is too self-loathing, smokes far too much and is far too negative about her weight and appearance. Elizabeth Egan reckons we need more stories about women striving for progress rather than striving for men. Um, I've been trawling through social media as I want to do uh, to try and get the general consensus. It does seem to match up. Whenever you forget that media has an agenda to make women feel lesser than they are, I think you just need to think about Bridget Jones. Part of the joke is that she's awkward and overweight. They literally say she's 136 pounds. It really isn't doing us any favors in 2022 and we need new narratives and new stories about single people that are not sad. So the piece picks out Bridget's celebration when her boss hits on her at work, asking for a number. She says, I'm marvellous. I'm irresistible sex goddess. Hurrah! Bridget Jones, is that you? That's me! (laughs) Uh, Well, the New York Times says that's chilling and upsetting. And it's safe to say Hilary Rose from the Times doesn't agree. You can summarise her thoughts pretty succinctly by quoting from the first paragraph of her piece when she says, Oh God, must we? (laughs) Hillary does acknowledge that some parts, including said boss, haven't aged particularly well. But she says this is about fiction. It's not Mm self-help. She's essentially questioning why we can't laugh along with something which was a reality for her and so many other women back in the 90s. Yeah, it's not the first book this has happened to and it probably won't be the last. Hillary's Mm. argument can apply all over the shop as can the New York Times. And if you want to check out Hillary's piece in full, you can do so at thetimes.co.uk. And before you go, remember the Wimbledon Live page is up online. If you can't watch the matches, just log on for the latest. Yeah, and the Prince and Princess of Wales, William and Catherine, are there. And as only the British can do, are arguing over whether it's cream or jam first when it comes to scones. Do you know what, Sonal? Those are other fights for other episodes. (laughs) That's all from us today. We'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Your History is a new podcast brought to you from The Times, and it brings together the real-life stories from our obituaries desk, which have been published for over a century. In this brand new show, we build on this legacy and explore the endlessly fascinating lives who have enriched and informed our own. Join me and our sponsor, Ancestry, as we journey through your history. History. 